Hi. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Anchor FM? What is that? Anchor FM is a podcasting platform. Anchor FM lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast. It's used by some of the most popular podcasts that you listen to and many that you don't. Here at Bloodfest the Podcast, we use Anchor FM to distribute our podcast. When we upload our episode into their app, they immediately make it available via an RSS feed on on Spotify, as well as several other podcast platforms. With a little extra work, you can take that RSS feed and send it on to any podcast platform you like, or send people the RSS feed link directly. Put it on your website. Put it in your email. Carry it in your shoe. Get lost in the snow with it. Anchor FM. It's the greatest way to make your podcast. If you want to make a podcast, download the Anchor FM app or get out there on the internet and go to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Download that app at whatever podcast or whatever app store you like or go to www.anchor.fm. You've made a big mistake. You're listening to Bloodfest, the podcast. There's no escape. Strap in, children. Things are going to get gooey. everybody been this week oh just peachy been doing all right not too bad i guess fantastic fantastic outstanding anybody do anything fun movie wise watch anything cool get anything awesome in the mail Mm, i did watch uh the uh orphan first kill and uh i thought it was going to be trash but it ended up being pretty awesome Uh, so that was that was uh, they had a really cool twist about halfway through that threw me off uh but yeah i really enjoyed that see i've been excited for that but i've been like how the hell are they making a prequel she's like a 10 years older yeah that that was a little strange but it it was fine i didn't really think about that too much i just kind of viewed it as like its own film i guess oh so Um, just pretend like this is the first one yeah, just act like, you know, the other one was great. It was definitely better, but but this one was it was up there. I was I was impressed. Outstanding. What about you, Josh? Anything cool up there? I uh I did about the same. I I also watched Orphan yesterday and like Casey said, it's just about halfway through, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that she was older anymore. It's just the story took a completely different way and it was I I loved it. I I, I don't think I'd put it up next to this first one or second one or what are you going to call it now? But anyway, <laughs> but it was, it's definitely worth watching. See, I'm going to, I'm going to have to watch it tomorrow. I've got some time tomorrow to watch some movies. What about you, Joey? You watch anything cool or get in? I've been slacking. You got to watch movies. That's what we live for. So, um, my big excitement is I finally got that beautiful synapse 4k, uh, Tenebrae limited edition that I yeah, you did. Josh and Casey both have. Now we got to make Joey get it. I'm super excited to sit down tomorrow and watch that. Um, I haven't been slacking. 
I watched the 25th anniversary edition 4K of Event Horizon this week. Um, hadn't seen it in a couple of years. It holds up in every way. The big excitement for me was when it was in theaters 25 years ago, I took the woman I was engaged to to go see it. And she, uh, about halfway through, she was like, fucking no. No. We are leaving. No. We are done. <laughs> and we had to leave. So I had to go back and watch it again on my own. Married that woman, as odd as it sounds. And then I get the, I get the, uh, the 25th edition, 25th anniversary edition. And I'm like, oh, what came? It's so awesome. You're going to hate it. And she said, eh, I really don't remember it. Let's watch it. She watched the whole fucking thing. She loved it. And about halfway through, she paused it, and she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sam Neill is Jack Nicholson, and this is The Shining in Space, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's so a very was, good point. Yeah, she was down with it once she realized, hey, this is just The Shining on a spaceship. So, yeah, yeah. All right. I need to watch that again. I, I haven't seen that, and I think I saw it when it first came out, but I haven't seen it since, and I don't really remember much about it. It really holds up. A few of the effects are dated. Um, you're going to expect that, but for the most part, not that bad. There's a lot of the, a lot of the gore is practical effects, and those hold up just perfectly. There's some, there's some CGI space stuff, and there are a, a couple of moments in the movie that are goofy, um, but overall, yeah, holds up. Still awesome. Still awesome. Cool. All right. So for the people at home listening. We are, as we've been doing, going to talk about two movies. Um, both of them this time will be slashers. We're going to start with the lost classic, The Burning, and then later we're going to talk about an, an 80s film, April Fool's Day. So we're going to start out talking about The Burning tonight. So The Burning's an interesting one, guys. Um, it came out in 81. Um, it was a bit of a bomb. I think it grossed like hundred thousand dollars or something in total on a budget of like a couple million um, disappeared basically forgotten about and then just the last few years people have started discovering it again it's been on shutter recently a lot of people seeing it there I know I think Scream Factory put out a special edition of it a few years ago it's kind of become a cult classic and I personally started digging into the backstory and I thought you guys might find some of this interesting I know Josh knows part of this so the, the killer, as we all know, is named Cropsey, which if you go digging around for the name Cropsey online, you'll find that there's a documentary called Cropsey about a, a serial killer. And the reason there's a documentary about a serial killer named Cropsey is because it, the story of Cropsey was thought to be an urban legend in the 60s, 70s, early 80s in Staten Island. So for the kids at home that are really young, Back in the day, there was no internet. And so back then, if you lived in Staten Island, you didn't know what people were up to in New Mexico and vice versa. So urban legends were kind of localized. Like everybody knows about Slender Man, right? Well, if Slender Man were a thing in 1974, maybe people in Idaho would know about Slender Man, but nobody in, in uh, say, New Jersey would. They're, you had your local urban legends, and in Staten Island, New York, Cropsey was the local urban legend. And the story the kids told was that there was this guy named Cropsey, and his son had been killed by some local kids playing a prank, which caused him to lose his mind, and he got put into an insane asylum. 
but he escaped and took up residence in some local woods where he would hunt and murder any kids that got lost using a giant pair of garden shears. And that was the, the Cropsey legend. Now, if you watch this documentary, you'll find out that there actually was a dude living in the woods uh, killing kids, molesting and killing kids during that time, and eventually they caught him. Name's not Cropsey, didn't have shears, didn't escape from a mental asylum, but he had worked at a local asylum. Um, but anyway, none of that was known at the time. Uh, the reason that the story of Cropsey ended up in a, in a horror movie in 1981 is because there were these two brothers who were music uh, promoters that wanted to get into the movies, and they figured a horror movie would be a good way to do it. And since they'd grown up in Staten Island, they knew the Cropsey story and thought they could maybe use parts of it to adapt into a screenplay for a horror movie. And they, uh, so they wrote their screenplay, got some other people to help them with it, and got it made. They um, ended up forming a production company to make The Burning, that company would actually become very famous later because uh, one of the co-writers on The Burning is, um, well, it's Harvey fucking Weinstein, the, the guy that raped everybody in Hollywood. <laughs> Do you guys know that? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, this is, the, this is the movie that started Miramax. The company they founded would later get changed into Miramax. So, so that's a fun little thing about it. That's a fun little thing. So what's everybody think of it? Um, yeah, it was it was good. It's one of my favorite slashers. Um, I think one thing that's interesting about it is you pretty much know who the killer is from the beginning. Yeah, there's um, no whodunit. There's no whodunit yeah, to it at all. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there's a lot of familiar faces in it, mm-hmm. uh, like Fisher Stevens, Holly Hunter, uh, Jason Alexander. I mean, there's, there's a number of other ones. Um, and uh, there's some really good kills in it. Um, and I just love the, the setting. It's kind of, you know, Friday the 13th type setting, uh, camp, you know, at a summer camp in the woods. Um, yeah, I love it. It's definitely one of my favorites. So you, you mentioned Jason Alexander, which brings up a point to me. Can, can you guys tell, I mean, with, without really, really thinking about it, which ones of these kids are campers and which ones are the, the counselors other than, you know, like the main guy, uh, Todd or whatever. I mean, isn't Jason Alexander one of the campers? I I believe so. Although I I could not see him as a younger kid. I just he's thirty six. Yeah, I keep seeing George walking around. That's yeah, yeah. George with a full head of hair. Yeah, yeah. he was he was thirty six during this film. No, no, that's it. he just looks thirty six. Oh, just, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had to look that up. He was twenty one, but okay. okay. <laughs> He definitely looked, yeah, he definitely looked older than a camper would normally be, I would think. And also, he's like the coolest guy at camp. How is George Costanza the coolest guy at camp? Exactly. Well, it changed him, is what it did. (laughs) Well, he does survive it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does survive it. So maybe, yeah, he moved to New York, and uh, yeah. So what'd you think of it, Joey? I pretty much echo what Casey said. Okay. Josh? Uh, well, I'm not going to echo what Casey said, because that would be a short episode. Um, <laughs> okay, let's go home, guys. <laughs> I didn't like it quite as much as Casey did, but it is it does, for me, it, it, it's definitely worth watching. It's definitely not up there with, like, Friday the 13th and all those others, but it aspires to be. And, um, and, and you'll probably talk about this later, but about halfway through the movie, you get the masterpiece of Tom Zavini. 
And yeah. who can, you know, that's pretty much all I want whenever I rewatch this. The first time I didn't know who he was because, you know, I was lame. But now I'm a little less lame. But it's just, it, anything he does is just gold. I don't care. He could do a Don commercial and I'd still pay for it. But yeah. it's, I don't know what you'd clean up with it. But anyway. Oh, um, my God. I'm just picturing, <laughs> I'm just picturing they're trying to get all the oil off those poor ducks and all, all of a sudden somebody's chopping them up. Exactly. Oh. But yeah, so so it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's it, I would put it on a list on a, a list of top slashers, but I don't know how far it would go. It's so something I really enjoy about it, and it, it's kind of backwards. So you get you get the prank at the beginning where Cropsy gets set on fire, and there's a, a little time there, and then he gets out of the hospital and he kills that poor sex worker. Um, which and makes no sense. No, it makes no sense. Why would he go after her? She's done nothing. She, she, I mean, honestly, he should have yeah. put a mask on or something and, you know, got his business done. But then we get to the summer camp, and for what, like 40 minutes? Nobody dies. Um, you get a couple of little things like he's stalking people, but it's basically like a, a coming-of-age or a, a teen sex comedy for 40 minutes, right? It's like Little Darlings or something before he shows back up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, and that the whole uh, the the baseball game in the beginning I thought was kind of weird um, because of who you know wrote the story. Yeah, uh, yeah the you know that, on the one girl's butt. Yeah, yeah, and she looked like she was yeah. twelve or something and wearing yeah, way yeah. too short shorts. Yeah, so that was just yeah, yeah. that was a little creepy. Um, yeah. uh, the other thing I gathered from it too, I that kid Alfred uh, play, yeah. played by Brian Backer, he was in. Um, Oh, what is that movie? Um, the Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh yeah, that's right. That's where I know him from. Uh, to me, it seemed like they tried to make him seem like he was the killer, maybe because he was just being so creepy and yeah, you know stalking peeper. the girls and yeah, yeah, he's being a peeper and he didn't talk much. He just kind of, I don't know. It's like there was something wrong with him, or they wanted you to make make you think there was something wrong with him. Yeah, which which is a little odd because you don't really need a red herring since we obviously know who the killer is right at the outset yeah 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 how do you feel about that joey i loved it <laughs> Did you watch the movie? yeah when, when's the last time you've seen this joey <laughs> uh never <laughs> oh my god Again, you definitely Joey need to watch the assignment. It. You, yeah, you have to watch it. It's really good. It, it's you just know, been a really shitty week at work. So where I work at, this is a horrible time of year. And by the time I get home, I'm just yeah. This is a busy season for for jizz moppers, right? It's a busy season for jizz moppers. It is. It's toilet plunging season at work. Jesus. <laughs> Lots of clogged toilets. Oh Jesus! Okay, so I was gonna say, so we, we talked about or started to talk about how it holds, how it compares to Friday the Thirteenth. Um, a lot of times, I'll I'll hear people say, "Oh, it's a it's a rip off of Friday the Thirteenth, what have you?" And because it came out the year after, I mean, that seems like it made sense. But actually, I was checking into it. Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth was still in production when the burning started, when it went into production. So they wouldn't have uh, have seen it yet. So yeah, I don't think it was that much of a yeah yeah. I don't think they ripped off of each other. I think it's just you know they just happened to be filming in the same kind of setting. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel like Friday Thirteenth to me. And it's definitely not. You know, Josh had mentioned it's not up there with Friday Thirteenth. It's definitely not. It's a good movie, but it's definitely not anywhere near 
the caliber of film that Friday Thirteenth series are. Well, it, it I think it suffers from not having the the who done it. You know, you get yeah. Friday Thirteenth plays a lot with who is the murderer, and that that builds a lot of tension. That gives you something to keep you invested. Right. But the kills, though, uh, honestly, yeah. the uh, so the canoe kill kills the canoe kills. I yep. think, is, is that what you were talking about, Josh? Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, the other kills are good, too, but, yeah, it, but if I had to pick one, it's a bunch. It's that yep. scene. It's just, and, it, yep. and it's like, I had to time it. It was like 20 seconds or something. I mean, yeah. you don't get much, but it, it's worth the whole movie. But but every shot of that is just so good. Yeah, and he just comes up. The the uh, shears go through the one guy's neck, and that's amazing. And the fingers chopped off. Oh, oh yeah, chopping <laughs> the fingers. Oh, that one makes me cringe. Um, and one of those, so one of the people who die there is very clearly a kid, a little kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one, the one girl is clearly. I mean, that's a child. Um, that's something I was thinking about. So Friday the Thirteenth, it takes place like the week before the camp opens, where it's just the counselors, so there aren't any little kids in danger. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, you don't want to have to do that. You're worried if you're a filmmaker, you're worried how much of the audience will be turned off by us slaughtering small children. Um, th- the burning was like, fuck it. We're going we're gonna to chop up some little kids. Yeah, and there's not a lot of films over the years really compared to other ones uh, where you see tons of adults getting killed. There's, not, there's just not many that show that level of, of uh, I don't know, savagery, I guess, against children. Uh, like this one does. You have to go to Italy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you have yep. to go to Italy to get that. Yeah. And yeah. read. Yeah, yeah, you have to read the movie, Joey. <laughs> uh. No, I'm good. <laughs> no reading. I'm going to bring the burning over for, for Joey to watch, but I'm going to get a copy in Spanish. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh,. I'm trying to think here. Uh, is there anything major else about the burning that we really want to get into? Um, I, I think that so because it's part of it, it's part of that great run of slashers from like '78 to, to '86, you know, where you, you get Halloween, you get the first couple of Friday the 13th, you get you get the burning, you get the first sleepaway camp, um, and honestly. It's, 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 you know, it's not better than Sleepaway Camp. It's pretty close to Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp's phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty close to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. I think just slashers in general from that time period were just epic. They were. They They were amazing. They they really were. There was a, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact, you know, we didn't have the CGI, the effects we had today. They had to be creative. You had to have a really good storyline, or it just didn't work. And, and you had to have a, a genius like Savini, yeah, you know, to, to get the gore, to get the, and that, the, the the movies that just came from that time period, from the late seventies into the eighties, were just phenomenal, incredible, and they just had elements to them that you really don't see in the horror movies we have today. Because they had to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, actually yeah. had yeah. to put effort and just not throw in all these special you, effects to cover up a shitty story. You couldn't story just line. call up ILM and say, hey, give, give me 20 minutes of effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Where, where would you guys rate it? Um, I like to rate on a 5 scale, and I'd say it's probably a 3.5. So it's between good and great for me. So, Joey, if you had seen it, where do you think you'd rate it? It would definitely be a 4.1. <laughs> Josh. Why? Why the point one? <laughs> Just because. Well, it, it, have, it was that good. It deserves a little higher. It does have boobs. Okay, it's a five. But, but wait, <laughs> but no. wait. No. There's some question of if the boobs you're seeing are meant to be the boobs of an adult or a teen. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's because the, the girl in the shower, she's a camper, right? Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah, so she would be, yeah. Yeah, let's just move on. Okay. Yeah. Josh, well, what did you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's, see, and it's not that bad until you know it's Weinstein, and you're like, oh, Jesus. Now it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. I give it a one. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, if you, t if you take out the ick factor of one of the people responsible for it, I honestly have always thought this movie was probably a three. Yeah, that's probably where I'd put it, too. Yeah. About a three. Just, I mean, you, you get that one. The the uh, the kills were all great. I mean, it's yeah. this the story was basically nothing, and the prostitute died for no reason. I mean, there's yeah. just a lot of a lot of red flags to me. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie's a red flag now in 2022. Yeah. But <laughs> but like you guys were mentioning earlier, like all the close up shots of the butts, and mm -hmm. you know when you're when you're watching it in the 80s, you're like, oh yeah, this yeah. is what they did in the 80s. Now yeah. it's like, oh god, they did it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I'd, I'd still like it. It's still, hmm. it's, a three would be fine. Yeah, that uh, brings, that reminds me of something. Uh, yesterday I watched uh, Clown House, and oh, yeah. uh, and that one also has a similar. Um, the Salva, yeah. Yeah, a similar story with the, who was he, the director, uh -huh. I guess, yeah. uh, uh, you know, doing some inappropriate things with the, the boys in that film. And there's a lot of shots in there, too. I was like, what? What is he why, doing? Why is this little now, boy in his underwear? There's yeah, no right from the beginning. Character yeah. reason for this kid to be almost yeah. naked? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And see, DeSalva's really, he ruined Jeepers Creepers because that's such a good movie. But every time yeah. I watch it, I have to remember, oh, that's right. He molests kids. Yeah. Right. I, when I, I don't really care about that in regards to Jeepers Creepers because that movie is amazing and there's no, there's it, nothing skeevy in there. Um, so I, I don't care about you know, in regards to that one, but but yeah, like Clown House, and I don't know what what's else he's the, made, but what's the name of the the kid that stars in Jeepers Creepers? Justin Justin Long. Long. Justin Long. Yeah. Okay, so you say there's nothing skeevy. You should listen to the commentary in which DeSalva talks about watching Justin Long urinate. Thanks, oh, Nate. Okay. You fucked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you ruined it. You but ruined Long it. was at least done an fucked adult. it up. Good job. <laughs> Okay. Sorry about that. I had to cough. I had to cough. Okay, so now that we've we've made those movies completely unwatchable for everyone, let's talk about something that uh, is a little different. Um, so before we get into this movie, I'm going to say that in my brain, I had thought I had watched this at some point in the 80s, uh, April Fool's Day. I, I felt like I had watched it. Boy, I could remember the, the poster. I could remember seeing it at the video store but when i got into watching it i realized no i never actually saw this before so it was a it was a, a clean watch for me and before we get deeper into that we're going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor 
Anchor Podcasts. This week's episode of Bloodfest is brought to you by Anchor Podcasts. Anchor Podcast? What is that? Anchor Podcasts is the best way to create, edit, and distribute your podcasts. Here at Bloodfest, we use it every week to make sure we can get all of our podcasts out on all of the big apps. Anchor immediately puts you up on Spotify. With a little extra work, you can get on Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, Podbean, and anywhere else that you think you might like your podcast to be. Anchor's easy to use, fun to do, and probably the best way that you can get your podcast made and out to the public. If you'd like to make a podcast and you'd like to do it the easy way, make sure that you download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Just download that app, Anchor, from whichever app store you prefer or go out on that World Wide Web and find anchor.fm to get started with your podcast today. You can do it the Bloodfest way. Thanks. And we're back. So, as I was starting to say before the ad break, I had never seen April Fool's Day, and I went ahead and watched it. And uh, it was an interesting thing, because you guys know that I had injured my back, and I had some very good medicine very good medicine and um i may have watched the entire movie had a reaction to it and then spoiled it for everyone else because i didn't realize everyone else hadn't also seen it so if i run to this for anybody i'm very sorry very very sorry so quick quick rundown um so it's a it's a take on the agatha christie uh and then there were none or ten little indians people at a house on an island and they're being picked off one by one and you you have to wonder who is the killer and there'll be a bunch of red herrings until you finally get to the solution um i'm going to go ahead and say that i hated this fucking movie <laughs> i mean i hated this oh, wow. movie more than anything ever and i'm saying that because of the way it ends um i i feel like i should have i should have probably been tipped off at the very beginning of the movie because they go to to the house of their good friend Muffy St. Clair something like that yeah that sounds right yeah Muffy St. Clair and I should have known that when you're watching a movie and there's a character named Muffy St. Clair you are either watching pornography or comedy no character in a serious film has ever been named Muffy St. Clair. So I should, I should have known something was up <laughs> So the way the movie starts is everybody's on a boat, and they're heading out to the island to spend the weekend with their friend Muffy, and everybody on the boat, well, all the boys on the boat, are absolute douchebags. I mean, these are just completely unlikable characters. They're playing pranks on each other. They're, they're being mean-spirited. They're kind of asses. And I'm watching thinking, well, that's okay, because I'm going to get to watch these people die horribly one by one, right? Yep. You, you get 
what is going to be the best effect of the movie. Uh, you get a head squished by a boat and an eye pops out, um, which is going to set up your, your main red herring. You're going to think that guy who got injured because of their stupid pranks is coming back to take his revenge. And then we get to the island, and secrets are revealed about people's past, and people are picked off one by one. And after that eye pop scene, you really don't see any of it. You see a lot of the the bodies being discovered. You know how Jason Voorhees always like stacks the bodies in a room so somebody can find them, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. That, but most of the death takes takes place off screen. Am I wrong about this? You really don't see another murder. Or yeah, no, it's all? they kind of yeah, either they right. get dragged or, or they just kind of cut the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. And so big warning for anyone out there who hasn't seen this huge pile of dog crap. Um, nobody dies in the entire movie. <laughs> it's all a fucking, it's all a fucking fake. Um, Muffy is, and and this this is what really annoyed me about it. They could have they could have done that rug pull, and I would have been okay that Muffy played this incredibly elaborate, very expensive prank on everyone in order to get revenge on them all for something or something of that nature. But no, no, no. She's turning the house into one of those bed and breakfasts that does a mystery murder weekend, and she wanted to dry run to see if it would work. And that makes zero sense because the people who go to that don't think someone's really being murdered. All of her friends thought people were really being murdered, and that's not how that thing works. Am I wrong, guys? <laughs> no, no. I that I, the the uh, yeah, the ending was terrible. Um, and there's no way in hell that that would have worked. Even the dry run, it just there's no way that would have worked at all. <laughs> I would not go to one of those. I would set the whole fucking house on fire and leave. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing is like if if she was really doing that, if that was a real thing that somebody was doing, somebody definitely would have accidentally killed somebody or killed yes. somebody thinking that they were you know going after a murderer or something. Yeah, somebody yeah, exactly. would have died for real or fucked up and killed themselves. I mean, yeah. right. Yeah, trying to get away and fall off the cliff. Yeah, yeah it's a, uh, it's a fair movie. Um, uh, one of the uh, one thing I did like was Tom Wilson was in it. Um, he was Biff in the Back to the Future movies. Speaking of douchebags. So, yeah. Yeah, and then um, and then Amy Steele, um, she's from uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. She played Jenny in uh, Friday 13th Part 2, she was in it. And she's one of the, the final people who, yeah. even though there really is no final people because yeah. they're yeah. all still alive. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, I kind of agree. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it's like a complete dog shit movie. I would probably give it like a two out of five. It's fair. But uh, I do think it would have been a lot better if people actually died in it. Yeah, so here's the deal. I, I thought, well, this is odd. You're not seeing any of the murders. But I kind, of, I kind of thought, oh, you know what happened here? They didn't have the money for the effects. They spent all their money on that, that one head crush eye pop. They didn't have the money. So they're, they're being clever about it, right? And I was fine with that. I'm like, hey, if you, can, if you can find a way within some tiny budget that you have to pull this off, that'll be cool. I'd be happy with that. Um, but then that, you know, none of it was real. It's, it, it's as bad as... Uh, uh, Bobby Ewing in the shower. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that on Dallas. 
Yeah, I didn't watch oh. it. I know the story, yeah. but I never yeah. saw it. Yeah, the entire season was a dream. So the season after he died, and it turned out it was just a dream his wife had. It's as bad as that, as far as I'm oh. concerned. But the, the person whose opinion I really want on this movie, and I think we'll get some really in-depth analysis, is Joey. So, Joey, tell me how you feel about April Fool's Day, a movie that you 100% definitely watched. It, it was complete dog shit. You know, I like the fact that it took place on April Fool's Day. I like the eyes popping out scene. You didn't see it, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you've, you've never seen this movie? I may have at one point. I don't he was, know. He was just paying wow. attention to Nate when he was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's over uh, here copying off my homework. Yeah. I, I will very, say, very I, think I've, I think I've seen both this and The Burning probably like at least ten times each. Probably. See, I've seen The Burning. I've, seen, I've probably seen The Burning ten times. Um, I don't know how I never saw this before now. And in my brain, I thought I had seen it. But once I got into it, I realized I never had. Hmm. One other thing I thought was kind of weird on, on April Fool's Day was the uh, that one lady, uh, Nan, was her character name. Um, she was always the one, like, reading the book and just okay. kind of keeping to herself. And um, there was a part where she was freaked out about uh, some baby sounds. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't catch what that was about. Um, abortion. It was about Oh, abortion. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then at the end of the film, she plays, you know, she kind of turns around and plays a prank on, on Muffy and acts like she's killing her with a, a knife. That was a little strange. And then she just, like, yeah. looks at the camera and then the credits roll. That was a little weird, too. Yeah, that, that was completely stupid. Shut up, Joey. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I was just I was just glancing online about this. So there was a there was a, a a scene that was in the original cut but got cut out for the theatrical. At the end, you see everyone's leaving the island, but then Skip actually murders Muffy. Whoa. And now that would have been interesting. That would have that would have turned it back. Paramount forced them to to cut it. Because they thought the film they they thought the film was a comedy, not a horror movie, and so they did not want the dark turn at the end. That actually might have uh, might brought it back for me. That would have saved it. Yeah, that might yeah. have brought it 100%. back for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wonder what the reasoning would would, would be behind that. Maybe because if I remember yeah, right, wanted, did... so so this says this article I'm looking at says that um, he wants the inheritance for himself. That's yeah. 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 So that would work. Yeah. Yeah, you could make that work. So what about Buffy? The whole Muffy Buffy, which felt like that that felt like, "Oh, okay, that's the revelation. Oh, that's fun." But then that's just made up too. Right. Yeah. I mean, she did a good job at uh, pretending to be her evil twin sister. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, cuz you do you you do get that like, "What the hell is going on with her? Why is she acting so different?" And she's even dressed different. Yeah, and her hair's all disheveled and uh, not wearing all the makeup and yeah she she definitely looks like she's she could really be her her twin sister and honestly nothing wrong with the acting in it i don't think i think everybody no. everybody was, was pretty great. solid they did great acting yeah yeah Phenomenal. would you give that 10 out of 10 <laughs> great performances by everyone <laughs> great cast. Oh, the ending was great the beginning was great, was great. the middle was great yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. It had all three of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There were actors in it. Yeah. And a a plot. Music somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Casey said he's probably seen this, what, you said ten times? (laughs) Probably, yeah, because I usually watch it around April Fool's Day every year. Uh, That makes sense. That makes sense, you know. It's just like uh, my bloody Valentine. I watch every, every Valentine's. Yeah. Watch, oh, watch Jaws on the Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, one thing I wanted to point out too that I I kind of caught this time was, uh, you know, Amy Steele who played in Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Um, there was a scene near the end where her character Kit and Rob were uh, like, you know, just freaking out and trying to get out of there, and um, they're down there by the on the dock. And that that whole scene right there just reminded me of, of Friday the Thirteenth, like the dock yeah. scene where, where where Jason throws that spear. Uh, it definitely looked like that. It gave off the same same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, it does. It does. What year did April Fool's Day come out? That's early '80s, isn't it? Eighty-two. Uh, Eighty-six. Yeah. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, close. 86. Yeah. You were in yeah. the '80s. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> You were only off by 20%. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That was a good guess. Yeah. At least you didn't watch the wrong April Fool's Day. Because there's, <laughs> there's, there's plenty of shorts, and there's an April Fool's Day from 1954 and 1969. Ooh, the 54, that would actually have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been funny. Joey's like, this isn't a scary movie at all. What the hell? It's about guys in hats. <laughs> So, uh, Josh, had you seen it before? Yeah, I've, I've seen it twice now. Um, I, I just rewatched it just to do this. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really need it again. I, the first time I saw it, it was like, I really, I, I was enjoying it. It just, the, like you guys said, the acting was good. The storyline seemed to be okay. And then the, the Muffy Buffy thing happened and it was just, you know, I'm into it. I'm into win it, and then it just flips it on you, and it's it's not in a good way at all. It it flips you the wrong way, and it's not a horror movie, and it's a waste of time. And get the fuck away from me. Yeah, it feel it feels you feel cheated. You know, you bought your ticket. You think you're taking a ride. They put you on a different ride. Yeah, I hate I, I, you woke up and it was all a dream. I hate it, and this is exactly the same thing. Yeah, I wanted a roller coaster. They put me on the fucking merry-go-round. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a cop-out, it feels like to me. I wonder if they wrote it and then just, like, changed it or something. Because it just I seemed wondered... so well put together and then just slapped on the end. Yeah, I, I've wondered about that, too. I wondered about that, too. If maybe if maybe there was, you know, more studio interference. Yeah, especially now that you're mentioning that with what could have been a good ending. Yeah. Just kind of slapped on there, like a dumb ice cream sandwich. And then they just... You know, no, we're going to end it dumb. Okay. Well, that sounds like a studio. Yeah. 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 Just put a cherry on that complete lack of Sunday. <laughs> so how how would you rate it, Josh? I I would go with two. I'd, with, with a better ending, it, it would have been like a three and a half or a four. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's, I was impressed with it, and then now I'm not. <laughs> it's I would recommend it to somebody, but not tell them anything about the ending and just let them be disappointed themselves. <laughs> uh, Casey, how would you rate it? Yeah, definitely a two. It, it was just, it was fair. And like I said, the only reason I really watch it is because it's a, there's not many April Fool's Day 
horror films out there. This may be that's the true. only one. Uh, so that's the only reason I watch it every year. But uh, it's just okay. We've got, yeah, that's true. I mean, we've got, okay, so you got a ton of Christmas movies, obviously a ton of Halloween movies. You've got a couple of Thanksgiving, what, like probably, how many Thanksgiving movies? Not, not, not very many. Nothing yeah, worth yeah. a shit, <laughs> in my opinion. Well, not, not Thanksgiving. You don't love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is amazing. Thanksgiving? Yeah. No, no. Uh, you've got, uh, obviously, you've got My Bloody Valentine for Valentine's Day. You've got a you've got a few for the Fourth of July. I for think there's even one movies. or two for Easter. Yes. Oh yeah. There's yeah, yeah. 19 Leprechaun movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So you got that. There's Arbor Day. Wait. Arbor what? Day. Hold on. Hold on. My brain says that there is. Hold on. I'm gonna find out. Hold on. I'm also looking that up because if there is, I have to see it like now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Arbor Day horror movie. What, oh, wait, what's, wait, the, wait. Uh, what's the what's the Easter ones? Wasn't Arbor Day the that fake film that was in the uh, it wasn't Hellfest but it was one where they go like to the the uh, convention or whatever like out in the middle of the oh, woods? Oh God, I think you're right. Or Arbor something, I, but I can't remember what that was called. Mm. I can't even remember what the, one of the actors' names is, so I could cheat and look it, look it up that way. <laughs> There's actually several. Oh, Easter, Easter, ones, yeah. Easter, Easter Bunny, Bunny Kill, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rotten so Toe. there's a 1936 movie called Arbor Day, but I think that's a comedy. Um, Looks uh, like there's one called Arbor Day from 1991. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see that. Okay. I have not seen that. It does not look great. It's a, the, it's a spoof of of shock horror. It looks like. Yeah. yeah it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. I have to watch it. I have to watch that. I want an Arbor Day movie where like the trees come to life to to take their uh, revenge on lumberjacks. Like a more interesting Lord of the Rings? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like when he picks him up in the hand and then just closes it. <laughs> <laughs> you see the blood drip out. Yeah. I, I, That's I, my I, second breakfast. I bet. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay, so Bloodfest was the movie that they all went to do the thing, and Arbor oh, so Day was a movie. After? Oh, it's the one yeah. we're named after. God damn it! How do we not know that? <laughs> Why did I? Okay, anyway. Well, technically, we're not named at. We didn't say, right. "Hey, we love this movie so much, we're gonna name yeah, ourselves." Yeah, just, uh, but, yeah, but but yeah, that would have been awkward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's the one that shares our name. That shares our name, Jesus. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie Holidays from 2016? Yeah, it's the uh, anthology. Mm -hmm. that's got yeah. Stuff. yeah. So, I don't know if I finished it. I fired it up specifically because one of the uh, shorts was uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith. And I can't remember. It feels like I started it and then something happened. I had to quit and I never came back to it, maybe. Yeah, you definitely should. It's really good. The okay. there, I, I was just reminded of that because there is an Easter segment in there that's really good. Um, but uh, and then yeah, the New Year's Eve one's really good. Yeah, that's that's a really cool film. We should probably watch and talk about that one at some point. Maybe when we're doing anthology films or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would give me because I was just thinking about this. It's not gonna. It will be fun for me to do an anthology thing. But I won't. I was thinking I won't discover anything new because I have such an obsession with anthology films. It's going to be a lot of stuff I've seen in the past. But no, okay, this will give me a new one to watch. 
Yeah. yeah. It'll give me an excuse to watch it too, because I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I knew it existed, and I, I started watching it, and I don't think I ever finished it. Yeah, there's even a, a segment in there. I think it was the Christmas one with Seth Green, and it's dealing with VR. It's it's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You know, talking about the anthologies, that we're getting a new VHS coming out soon. Yeah, I saw that VHS yeah. 99. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are pretty good. I found. I, I enjoy I, those. Yeah, I found them all to be pretty pretty yeah. good. Well done. Yeah, I like I like the last one they did. Ninety uh, four. Um, I don't remember if that's what it was called, but yeah, that that was a creepy one. Yeah, yeah, I like Ratma. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got to do that. We've got to we've got to schedule the anthology thing soon. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think I think our listener would uh would be excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, any anything else we want to go over about April Fool's Day? Normally, it's a slasher. I'd say, hey, what was your favorite kill? But, um, mm, but yeah. there are none, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have anything more to say about it. It's it's very, uh, <laughs> meh. Yeah. So, my rating is zero. If you cut off the end of it, I'd give it a two and a half, maybe edging toward a three. Um but with that ending, yeah, zero. It just—it's nothing but a pile of disappointment. Well, that's saying a lot. That's pretty yeah, terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. So, what do uh, anybody know? Anything upcoming we're excited about? Joey, you excited about any upcoming movies or any? Pretty much movies? the same as last time. The Jeepers Creepers reborn. The Halloween ends. Yeah, the Halloween I'm, ends. Yeah. That one, I, I'm. Highly excited for. Be interesting to see what direction they take it. Yeah, I'm curious. There, so there are some rumors online that are, if they are true, there they could be disappointing. But I don't give a lot of weight to those sorts of rumors. So, yeah, Josh, anything upcoming that you're excited about? I can't really think of anything. The Halloween ends, of course, and then. I don't know. I, I just saw Black Phone, so I got that under yeah. my belt. Um, and Orphan, of course. Uh, I mean, I, I, oh, um, the Smile movie. I think we talked yes. about that a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. I still don't know anything about it, and yeah. I'm I like it. I like it that way. Yeah, I'm gonna try to keep it that way. I, I'm not gonna watch any additional trailers that come out. I'm not gonna read anything about it. I'm just gonna go in cold. And it, maybe it'll suck, but maybe it will blow my mind. And that's what I did with uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I did not watch Same. anything about it and then loved it. So oh, I'm, hope, I'm hoping amazing. it just follows the same pattern. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know it's not horror, but I could talk forever about that one. That was great. Oh, God. Oh, The Rocks. Yeah, the rocks. that was the best. Uh, well, at least for my wife was like the best part. <laughs> just scooching I, towards each other, and <laughs> it's just so amazing. How does a movie that contains hot dog fingers make me cry? Yeah. I mean, how 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 is that a thing? Joey, have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Absolutely not. Uh, Casey, you've seen it. Yeah, in fact, I just rewatched it because I bought the 4K, uh, and I cried again at the end. Yeah, uh, right? It's You just can't not cry, yeah. in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm it's really 27 movies what... in one. Yeah, it kind yeah, of is. It really is. is. I'm kind of curious what the uh, the Davids will do next. 
Yeah, who knows? Um, a couple of things I'm looking forward to. One of them is uh, in theaters right now. It's not so much a horror film, but it's called Fall. Um, it looks interesting. It's about a couple of girls who climb a uh, a tower. Uh, I think one of them is it's her birthday or something. And she just does these daredevil type things, and she talks her friend into climbing this tower with her. It's like two thousand feet tall, and then the ladder breaks and they get stuck up there, and then they're just trying to you know figure out how to get down. Um, that looks yeah, really that cool. Looks, yeah, that looks. Yeah, amazing. I forgot about that one. I am yeah. excited for that. And then uh, an actual horror film. Uh, this one is called Barbarian, um, and this one has Bill Skarsgård who played Pennywise in It, um, and then also it's got Justin Long, Richard Brake, and Kate Bosworth. Um, but it's about a, a girl who who basically rents this Airbnb and then finds uh, Bill's character there, and she wasn't expecting him to be there, and he's like, "Oh, you can, you know, it's raining, you can." You can go ahead and come on in and stay the night, and we'll figure it out in the morning. And then she like discovers this house has some creepy stuff in the basement, uh, at least going by the trailer. But it looks really cool, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, okay, okay. That sounds good. So, honestly, as far as theatrical releases go, you guys have, uh, have basically touched everything that I'm excited about at the moment. Um, the thing I am just super excited about, I've got it pre-ordered. Finally getting 4K of Night of the Living Dead from Criterion. Cannot wait for that. Oh, yeah, uh, I've got that pre-ordered, too. Return of the Living Dead 4K, which I have pre-ordered. Very excited about that. Um, and I'm going to order, probably this week, uh, The Amazing Melting Man from Vinegar Syndrome. Not new, but something that uh, I'm pretty excited to get my hands on. Yeah, have you actually seen that before? I have not. I have not. It's been it's been on my list of, of things that I want to see, but I haven't gotten around to. Yeah, same. I'm getting that one as a part of, part of my uh, subscription, um, and that's one I'm definitely looking forward to checking out. I've heard a lot about it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, well, let's see, guys. Anything else exciting we want to talk about this week? I don't have anything else. Josh? Yeah, I don't. Nothing. I don't Joey. know. No, nothing at all. Okay, so hey, listen, why don't we do this right here on the air? Next week, do we want to do our anthology episode? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not for it. That's fine. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, hey, listen, viewer at home, listener at home, whatever the hell you are, next week we're going to do an episode called Anthologies. How do they work? You'll want to tune in to hear a little something from us about whatever we think is a good anthology and why. Um, I think that's probably going to be our wrap-up for tonight. For Joey and Josh and Casey, I'm Nathan saying, <clears throat> I don't know, I don't have a sign-off. I just figured I'd say bye, guys. Bye.